Yep, it's me, Dan DeBoof. I am at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival doing comedy chats, and my guest today is Joel Domit. Did you get yourself a glass of water? Um, I will now. Okay. You know, very polite and English of me to wait until someone offered it to me. But I did before. uh, Whatever, mate, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Yeah, there's that swearing. There's the swearsies we wanted to have. Um, So the show you're doing, um, it's called Conquer. Yes. um, Which isn't... Conquer in England, a type of like small like, horse chestnut. Yeah, like a like a nut yes. that you play a game with. See, this is the thing. Um, there's uh, there's a game called Conquers, yeah. which you play where you basically they have these things that fall from a tree called Conquers, and you drill a hole in it, you put some string through it, and then you hit you hit each other's conquer on the end of the string, and the person who's conquer stays like whole wins mm. that's what we did in school before PlayStation. Though, did you yes okay because i often like you know you'll read some english like you know <laughs> yeah. novel or something and they're like oh yes we're playing conkers and you'll be like what the hell is that and i googled it and it's like what they like throw acorns at each other yeah. so, like marbles with acorns yeah, or something it's like basically that who thought this up is it just like an olden days thing see no this is what people have to do in a country where we don't have nice sea Oh, yeah, exactly. You've got you know? nothing to do. You're like, well, we might as well make up a game with these acorns. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, all right. You're having a great time. You're like, uh, guys, we've got to enter the beach. Yeah. It's such beautiful weather. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're like, oh, it's raining outside. Let's hit each other with horse chestnuts. <laughs> um, well, the show is Conquer as in the um, homophone. Conquer as in conquering things. Yes. Or, you know, William the great Conqueror. Great word, mate. Yeah. Um, I, but yeah Thank the, you. My yeah. Australian producers... Um, just drop that in. Very successful. Moment. We are well done. Um, Global you. mega brand. What? Yeah. And he, uh, they called me and they were like, just to let you know, a conquer isn't a thing in Australia. <laughs> Do you have like a full like bit on that? Not really, no. Oh, no. So it didn't even matter. Because it, uh, the show is not about that at all. It, originally, it was going to be about me trying to become world champion at something. I know, and I noticed that in the guide. So if you look at the festival guide, which, you know, everyone leaps through in Melbourne or whatever, it says that you're trying to become a world champion at anything. And I kind of, like, I've, I've, um, like I've, I've been to a few comedy festivals, I've performed a few and stuff like that, right? So I know how this works. And what happens is you register months in advance yeah. for the festival with a small piece of 50 words of writing to explain what your show is going to be before you've even come up with it. Yeah. And I thought, I'm like, I wonder if he's still doing this no, world champion thing is, or if that was an idea and you went, nah. <laughs> absolutely not about that. Not even one bit. But the problem is that I even, I did the, I did this show in Edinburgh in August. Mm. And so that was what it was going to be about before Edinburgh. And oh, then I so changed you, it. So you had an opportunity I to write opportunity a new blurb and you just didn't. It's more an admin error yeah, than okay. anything. And uh, so now it's about me seeing a girl on a train mm. and then she left. She left. I did that sort of romantic thing that people do on trains and I let her leave and regret it. And, um, and Is that like code for you were just too scared to approach? Absolutely. That said, though, like I feel like these days, um, like maybe back in the like Mad Men 1960s kind of days where like men would just, you know, oh, it, it's 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 V-Day. I'm going to sweep you off your feet and kiss you in the middle of the street without your consent. Like, you know, you could just go up to a woman on a train and go, be my wife. Yes. Right? Whereas nowadays it's like, whoa, hey, step off, buddy. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to catch a train in peace. Why, you know, like, I would never go up to someone on a train and go, do you want to get no. a drink sometime? Because that feels really, like... It's creepy. It's creepy as. It's creepy. You can't do it. It's But that's the difference now. It's like, 
people used to like send a letter to like someone's parents because they once had at glance at them across a room at a dance <laughs> and asked them to marry them. Yeah, and the letters and like... And they would, and they would stay together for like 50 years. And it's not like the letter goes on an aeroplane and goes straight there. It's like the letter like has to be put on a horse and it's taken to the next town. Yeah. And three weeks later, you get a reply. And you're like, oh God, which one was that at the dance? Yeah. Jeez, might as well marry her. Might as well marry her because they're like, well, I'm probably not going to meet anyone better than that. And I'll probably die in like seven years at the age of 35. <laughs> yes. like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is something I was thinking the other day. It was now, this is the problem now, people are like, well, I don't know, well, look at that person, nah. And there's a million other people. Yeah. You oh, know? dating apps? Dating apps. Like, you can see, like, all these people, and you're like, uh, don't really, I mean, uh, like, you see them, and you're like, well, that person likes the beach, and I don't like the beach. So, <laughs> I, I can never go on a single coffee date with them. Whereas if you were just at a bar, and you met them, you wouldn't be like, hang totally. on, before we go on a date, I've just got to yeah. check whether you like anything that I don't. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, no, she likes tiny, tiny sand. <laughs> the... um. I, uh, I'm going to tell you about the worst de- Tinder date I went on. All right, um, okay, It's yeah, a very sure. hacky yeah. subject to talk about Tinder dates as a stand-up comedian. Um, so ah, when, it's relatable. Hey, <laughs> so instead I'll just say I met them on the internet. Yeah, correct. And then don't use the word Tinder and then it's better. But I, Ron.com. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in a relationship for three years and um, when I came out of that relationship, I, it was that kind of weird thing where I hadn't had sex with someone else for three years. Yep. And I've just come out of a five-year relationship. It's daunting, it's isn't insane. it? Insane. You're like, oh, yeah. well, how's it going to go? Yeah. Is it? Oh, I just, I, re- I really was quite a barrier to get past, and so I thought, okay, well, I just need to get uh, get over it, get back on the horse, so to speak. And um, uh, so I met this girl online, and uh, I was like, I'm could have been anywhere. Could have been anywhere. <laughs> could have been anywhere. Could have been anywhere. And uh, she loved the beach. I love the beach. So we decided to go on a date. And um, so I thought, oh, we're just going to have sex. It's going to be a one-night stand. Yeah. And um, so we met for about a week. It's not really a one-night stand, but that's as one-night stand as I'm going to get. Yeah, okay. But, you, I mean, still, you've got to kind of bring the pot to boil. Yeah. You know? You can't just... Yeah. Throw the carrot straight in there, so to speak. I don't know. We keep That's saying appalling. so to speak yeah. after things. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so we, uh, she was, uh, she was near to my house at a party, and she was like, "Ah, oh, I'm near your house. I'm gonna come to your house in half an hour." And I was like, "Sex. This wow, is happening. it's happening." Uh, she arrived three and a half hours later, absolutely hammered. What like, time of day was this? Hammered. Was it? I've got back from a gig, so by this point okay. it's like two in the morning. That's all right. Okay, it's like Pure. two in the morning. But it's like I was ready for bed. I was like, no, <laughs> I, she didn't reply to any of my texts. Like, and hammered. I'm not. She's not like I'm a little bit drunk. She's just like ah, like super drunk. <laughs> so I thought I'd do the responsible thing. Uh, I gave her some pajamas and just said go to sleep. And um, she lived really far away, and so she slept in my bed and I slept on the floor. Oh my and god! Then, I know it's so lovely. I'm not a rapist, and um, <laughs> no, I wasn't. I'm yeah. like about that. I was like, the fact that she was just like, I need a place to sleep. I live really far away. <laughs> Hotel Domit, you know. Yeah, exactly. And um, and I woke up about six thirty in the morning, and there was a bit of commotion happening. So I woke up. I looked over, and she was pissing on the carpet next to my bed. And I was like, "What are you doing?" And she was just like, "Look away." Oh, I was like, "Privacy is not the issue, mate." And she just kept on, and like this is the this is the weird thing. This is the weird thing. I don't even know whether women can stop. Like men, we can stop. Yeah, like you, you got to really want it. You exactly. got to be like, you got to be like, 
God damn it! And stop. You and can, then race. You can hold the end. Yeah. The, it balloons a little bit. It's actually really fun. <laughs> women can't stop. I don't no. know where the women. I'm like looking around for a bulldog clip, and um, yeah. <laughs> and like, and so I was just. I ended up having to like wait for her to finish. And then she just finished. watching her, not yeah. watching her, just averting her like, eyes, but just knowing that it's happening. Just it's as if I'm, I'm waiting for her to finish, like outside a bathroom door, but there's, there's no it's, bathroom. It's door. your bedroom, it's yeah. my bedroom floor. And she got back into bed, and I was like, "No, you got to help me clean this up." How, she, had, she was like, "I don't know how to," and I, and I was like, "Google it." And oh she, man, she had no no. Um, battery on her phone so I had to google it oh my god she used her last phone battery to tinder you yeah exactly (laughs) and then um, and then we we, I cleaned up went back to sleep and then woke up in the morning and she was like I pissed on your floor last night didn't I (laughs) like really confident and I was like yeah yeah you did and she went Please don't talk about this on stage. Oh, good. <laughs> you haven't. <laughs> and I was like, I won't, Charlotte Fowler. Um, yeah. Fowler by name, Fowler by nature. Absolutely. Yes, I didn't even thought about oh, that. Oh, you can use that. You can have that. Thanks, That's, mate. Yeah. No, nah, it's good. It's been a good morning for you then. Hey, it's good. Hey. I hope, oh, she wasn't Australian, so hopefully it won't travel this yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. It's only going on the internet. Um, <laughs> um, how, how young are you? How old are you? 30 years of age, old. 85, 1985? Yes. Yeah, same. Um, I realised that when you get to 29, your knees start giving you jip. Oh, my God. And when you get to 30, you start using words like jip. <laughs> it's just something that automatically happens. Is that an Englishism or is it like some sort of racist thing about gypsies? Or No, it's J- it's, I'd say it's J-I-P. No, oh. no, no G in there. Okay. Is that not a phrase you use here? Should I make sure that I don't say that phrase ever again? Yeah, now what I want to do is make up a fake one for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, in Australia, we uh, we say when your knees are giving you a bit of... Uh, yes. Give you a bit of baradingo. Barad- exactly. Like, that? I was trying to think of the most Australian thing. Is he being lightly racist? What's going on here? This guy on the radio said um, that. Yeah, <laughs> I was... Um, Looking at some of your stand-up and um, something that we have in common, and I believe it's because we're the same age, is both of us played in high school new metal bands. Yes! Yeah. Love new battles so bad. Oh, my God. It's like I was thinking about it. So after I saw um, I saw, I saw you talking about it, I think it might have been here in Melbourne last time you were here, you might have done a bit about it um, at the festival club. Yes. Um, and I, so I was watching this and... Um, all my memories sort of came flooding back um, of my new metal band. And I think it's because you need angry music for the youth. Like you need, like, you yeah. know, there was grunge and then there was like, like gangster rap. And we, born in 1985, we are the generation that got Limp Bizkit. Yeah, like that's definitely. what we got. That's what we were stuck with. And like we embraced it. What was your band called? I love that you've asked that, right? Now. I'm excited. Oh, it's... So good, and I love telling this, um, is that we wanted a name that was kind of, it was a bit of a thinker, like you have to think about it for a bit, and you go, oh, that's deep, right? We wanted a Great. deep name. That's what we all wanted. I know, right? Like you wanted to be able to say it, and people go, whoa, that's really cool. And yeah. And they try yeah. and puzzle it out, right? So our, our band name was Four Edged Circle. That is a great name. <laughs> oh, 
that's yeah. such a good name. Yeah, isn't it great? That's a great name for a band. It was so good. I was like, yeah, man, it's just four-edge circle, because what does it mean? Oh, my God, that's a great name for a band. It's so angsty. I'm so happy you like that. Half the people, I told Mark Ronson that, and he's like, yeah, man, that's a great name. Like, he really loved it. Other people I tell it to, and they're like, well, that's piss shit. Like, what are you calling oh your band? Oh, my God. Oh, that's Forage great. Um, we were called Cyrus with a silent P at the beginning of it. Where'd that come from? Um, and uh, the joke is that clearly we didn't know psoriasis was a thing. <laughs> but uh, we, we, uh, we, I can't remember where it came. It basically is that thing of like, no, we're just going to have a band name that doesn't mean anything. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. you're always those people where you're like, no, just kind of doesn't mean anything, man. doesn't mean anything at all. So was it? S-I-R-U-S? P-S-I-R-U-S. Yeah, all right. And then you added the P on to make it even cooler. Oh, it's so cool. So people were like, Poseidon? Like, no, it's No, Cyrus, wrong. Actually. Yeah, it's like pterodactyl. Yeah. <laughs> like, you idiot. What? Pterodactyl has a P? Do you know anything about music? Uh, and what was your um, instrument? I was a lead singer. Oh, of course. You don't put this face on drums, mate. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we, we had a great time. There was a girl who was the, uh, the bassist. Her name was Holly Black. She was really hot. And, um, hot female basis. I was oh. the bassist in my. Um, you were the hot female. Bassist. I was the hot female bassist. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, pinafore, just hating it. Yeah. She couldn't play the bass at all, but we just didn't care. Yeah, she was great. I remember, like our one and only gig, our guitarist was teaching her the bass lines in the dressing room because, like, she just like got to the gig and she was like, ah, oh. and then she she and the rest of the band realized that for the like two months that we've been practicing, she just like. Cleverly, just had turned down her bass. Oh. <laughs> and you know, like when you're in a teenage band, you're, you're like, all so loud. Yeah, like, and this is how it's supposed to sound. Yeah. You're like, you don't know what it's like. You're just all playing as much as you can. You assume that you're doing the right thing. She just turned it down so she wasn't playing. And um, uh, so, yeah, it was really fun. And Holly Black was amazing. And I was, I was the lead singer. And we, we played some corn covers. Yeah, corn. We did Rage Against the Machine, getting a bit of Rage Against the Machine. Didn't do Rage Against the Machine, uh, mainly because I did, don't think I could rap. That's true, it is pretty... Although rapping-wise, yeah. we were going to end on Papa Roach Last Resort. Oh, we were going to end on that song. It's just the worst music ever made, oh. but I fucking love it. At the end, but this is what happened. At the end of the gig, I went to, uh, I said to the audience, I was like, hey guys, this is our last song. This is Papa Roach Last Resort. And then the guitarist went... No, no <laughs> my fingers hurt. No, my fingers hurt. That is probably the least rock thing that's ever Absolutely. happened on a stage. No, my fingers. My, my, <laughs> I got boo-boos. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, that was the end of the gig. He went, my fingers hurt. And we were like, cool, all right, well, that's it. See you later. That's... <sighs> Those were the days. Look at us now, hey? Look at us now. When did you say, when was the moment where you went, all right, I'm going to give up music and do comedy instead. Or was there like an office job in the middle? I think that was the moment yeah, when he said yeah. my fingers hurt. <laughs> that, was I think it. that was the nail in the coffin. Is, I think I could probably make a career out of telling this story. <laughs> yeah, I'll just sell this one for the next decade and live off the royalties. Um, all right, well, thanks for coming in, Joel. Pleasure, uh, man. And the show's called Conquer and you're Joel Domit. Joel Domit? Yes. Yeah, cool. Not Demet or Demay or... No, yeah. just straight just out Domit. Domit. But you can call Domit. me Joel yeah. Domit. It's quite nice. All right, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. You're amazing.